Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is a little different because it's about slightly older kiddos. It's about the transition from the crib to the bed. Very often on this podcast, we talk about infants and we talk about very young toddlers and most of those parents aren't even thinking about transitioning to them to the big kid bed yet. But we also work with children who are two and a half, three, four years old. And those parents are often really wondering when is the best time to move my child from their crib to their bed. So I wanted to devote an episode to that topic and to those parents who are coming upon that phase in their child's life and wondering when and how do we do this. And really for all of our followers, even if your child is a newborn, you're going to get there at some point and you're going to be wondering when's the best time to make that leap. So let's talk about that today, the crib to bed transition, the transition to the big kid bed. The thing is, for some children, this might not be a big deal, but I would suggest that for most children, it is a pretty big deal. They've been sleeping probably in the same space, their crib, for quite some time, years really, and now this is a big transition for them to move into a whole new area to sleep. They might have the same bedroom, but their sleeping device, let's call it, looks a lot different than it used to. The walls are down. You know, they might have gotten new sheets and blankets for their big kid bed. They feel like a big kid. As parents, we often make a big deal of it. We talk about them being a bigger kid now, and your child has a sense of pride, perhaps, maybe has a little bit of sense of hesitation about this because it's very new. So we want to take all of that into consideration consideration. You know, as an adult, you've been sleeping in a big kid bed for decades. So of course it comes completely naturally to you. But if your child is ready to make the change from the crib to the bed, don't underestimate what a significant change it might be to your child. The change, again, it represents an important milestone, another step towards becoming older and more independent. That's all great, but it can also come with some mixed emotions, excitement from you know, the child to fear and anxiety for both the parent and the child about what to expect with this transition. So we need to take all of that into account and really think about having some serious patience through this transition as a parent, because there can be some tumultuous periods when we're transitioning to the big kid bed. So when your child is ready to transition out of the crib, let's try to make it as smooth as we can. Let's talk about a few steps for how we can do that. The first thing is a preemptive step, and it's making sure that your little one is ready. For many parents, it can be really tempting to move your child from a crib to a big kid bed as soon as they've turned like two. And I see this really often that parents sort of decide you're two, you're not a baby anymore. It just makes sense. It's just the next natural step. Let's move you out of your crib and into a bed. And there's not any particular reason other than the age of the child that the parents have decided to do this. I would suggest that that's not really a great reason to move a child into a big kid bed. It's just age. We want to think about other reasons why we're doing this. Is it developmentally appropriate for your individual child? Are they at a stage where they can handle the responsibility of being in and staying in a big kid bed? Is your child 
climbing out of their crib to the point where you can't keep them from climbing out of their crib. They're constantly out of their crib anyway. So moving to a big kid bed is just the next natural step in terms of safety. And because the crib isn't containing them anymore anyway, are those reasons that you're moving your child into a big kid bed. So those are reasons that many parents might choose that feel very legitimate, but just because your child turned a certain age does not necessarily mean they're ready to move into a big kid bed. And for many two-year-olds, they're really not. I've blogged about it before. I talk about it all the time on Instagram to our followers there. Many children are not ready for the big kid bed transition until about three, even three and a half years of age. So try not to rush the transition. This is very important. If your child sleeps well in their crib without really any complaint, don't make a change. If they're not climbing out, don't make a change. If you have another baby on the way and you have a 24-month-old, I would buy a second crib. It's a really good investment. I know it's not a small investment, but it's a good one because your 24-month-old probably isn't going to have the reasoning and negotiation skills necessary for that transition to the big kid bed to go super smoothly. Today's episode of Sleep Cues is brought to you by Sleepout. Sleepout is a patented portable blackout curtain that completely darkens a room and installs anywhere for better sleep. I have two of them and am obsessed with their quality and ease of use. I have learned in my time as a sleep consultant, having viewed thousands of baby sleep environments, that not all curtains marketed as blackout are truly blackout. Even worse, those products are often made with fabrics that contain harmful chemicals and can off-gas when heat touches them. With Sleepout, you get 100% certified blackout fabric, and it's certified free from harmful chemicals. Each Sleepout curtain comes with a carry bag and two industrial-grade locking suction cups. That's the key. These cups lock right down and don't budge. No more walking into your baby's room mid-nap to find your portable blackout blind lying on the floor because the suction cups let go. Simply stick the cups to the window, pull down the locking mechanism, grab your blind and stick its Velcro tabs to the suction cups, and voila, an environment fit for a beautiful sleep for your babe. Visit sleepoutcurtains.ca and sleepoutcurtains.com and use code HAPPYSLEEP10 for 10% off your purchase. We want to avoid putting pressure on your child by constantly emphasizing that they are a big kid now and they should be sleeping in a big kid bed. So... If they're not ready, don't worry about that. And if you feel like they might be ready, then you can just simply mention it now and then. Maybe point out beds and fun sheets and pillowcases when you're out shopping with your child and wait for your little one to truly be ready to make the change. Most children don't really develop any or many reasoning skills before the age of three. And most children don't have a super high level of comprehension before the age of three. Comprehension and reasoning skills are what you need your child to have for the transition to the big kid bed to go well for most children. So if your child doesn't have that yet, if your child is only two, two and a half and doesn't really have a lot of reasoning skills or the ability to be reasoned with at that age, likely they're going to do better in a crib that they can't just be getting out of whenever they want because that's where we see the challenge is now your child has all this freedom to get out of their big kid bed whenever they choose, but you can't really reason with them and explain to them why they need to be staying in their bed and use age-appropriate tactics like rewards and consequences to keep them in their big kid bed if they are only two and don't understand those things. So very helpful if you can wait a little longer until three, even three and a half. When your child is ready to make the switch, get them involved. 
Let your child be part of the decision-making process once you have decided that it is an appropriate time for them to be moving to a big kid bed. They're done with the crib. They're ready to be in a big kid bed. You've taken all those other factors into consideration and you've decided, yes, we are at the age and the stage where this makes sense for our child. Get them involved in the switch. You know, you want them to be part of that decision-making process about their new sleep space. So ensure they're involved in, like I said, picking out those new bed sheets or a new comforter or even a pillowcase, you know, maybe even the choosing of the bed itself, whatever is going to make him feel comfy and safe and feel like he has some control over this very new situation is probably going to help. We want our toddlers and preschoolers to feel comfortable and safe in their sleep environment And we need to keep into mind that children at this age love to have some level of control over situations. So if you can let him have some control over the situation, do it. Maybe you don't want to let your child have control over exactly which bed is chosen because you're on a particular budget and your child is going to choose a bed that's too expensive. So maybe he doesn't get to decide that part. But maybe you feel like it's possible to let him have more say over the sheets or the pillowcase, or the comforter. You know, so keep that in mind and get your child involved in that way. If possible, I do recommend that parents keep their child's room the same when they're making the switch to the big kid bed. So again, changing from a crib to a bed is already a big change. And many parents make the mistake of doing a total overhaul on the decor and all of the stuff in their child's room, or even switching to a new room altogether while simultaneously making the switch to a big bed. Some parents might have done that and it went well for them, but I recommend that you try to avoid too much change all at once, which can be stressful for some children. I recommend you keep decor the same for now, except for maybe some fun new bed sheets, and try to place the new bed even in the same or as close as possible to where the crib was. So it still feels very comfy and safe and familiar to your child. And then once they become more accustomed to that and comfortable with their big kid bed, then maybe you think about changing some of the decor to a bigger kid theme in your child's room. I would allow a comfort object if your child hasn't already had one in the past when you're making this change to the big kid bed. Amidst the big change of the big kid bed, your child might be longing for items that are familiar and or provide comfort, like a favorite blankie or stuffy. So allow your child one comfort object in his new bed so he feels safe and secure, but keep in mind that you don't want a bunch of various items that are going to distract from sleep. I have seen toddler beds that have what is essentially a zoo of stuffed animals and then have those parents talk about how it's very difficult for their child to fall asleep and they're just talking to their stuffies for hours at night and not getting the sleep that they need. So while we want that one comfort object, I would avoid multiple stuffies in the bed and also avoid things like hard plastic toys. They're not only going to be uncomfortable if your child rolls over on them in the night, but they are going to promote playtime in the bed rather than just getting cozy with one little stuffy and falling asleep. Think about your regular routines. Keep your regular routines when you are transitioning your child from the crib to the bed. If you are a former client of ours at the Happy Sleep Company, you know we love routines and you know how a good consistent bedtime routine can go a really long way towards helping your little one prepare for a great sleep each night. So don't allow that to fall by the wayside when you make the transition to the big kid bed. Routine is more important than ever in order to help your little one feel safe and familiar in this new situation. We need them to know that even though the thing that they sleep in looks different, the way that you manage sleep has not changed. 
you are there for them. Bedtime routine is the same. They can feel comfy and safe, even though something has changed a little bit. You may want to even consider a bedtime routine chart for this age. If you switch to the big kid bed and you find that your child is starting to stall at their bedtime routine and get into bed and then get out and run around, we really want to promote your child getting into bed, lights out, and working on falling asleep rather than a whole bunch of stall tactics, which can become really common around the preschool age. So a bedtime routine chart can be very helpful in showing your child, providing a visual representation of the fact that you've done all the steps of their bedtime routine and now we are done and it's only time for sleep at this point. You can check out our highlights at the Happy Sleep Company on Instagram. And if you go to the highlight on bedtime routine charts, you will see a great one that I recommend for children who are around two and a half and older, and especially if they're moving into a big kid bed. And finally, we want to really promote empathy while remaining firm about our bedtime boundaries when our child is moving to a big kid bed. Again, this is a big change. And it's important that your child understands that you recognize this. You know it's a big change and you're there for them during this big change. It's really common that your child might try to engage in a ton of conversation when you attempt to leave the room at bedtime once you put them in a big kid bed or try to get out of their bed and come to the door and ask a bunch of questions again. So to manage this, consider making a new rule that your child is allowed to ask one question or tell you one thing at bedtime about their day before you leave the room. For my own daughter and I, we like to talk about one thing that made us each happy and one thing that made us sad that day and just talk through that a little bit as we wrap up our bedtime routine. That way, your child gets a chance to let out those last bits of sort of emotion or questions or things that they have that are in their mind that they're trying to process at the end of the day and you are there for them to help them process it, but you make this rule or sort of create this boundary and routine that we're going to do this one thing each night, ask this one question as I leave the room or tell each other this one thing that made us happy or sad. That's going to be our little routine every night, but we're not going to do 20 because if we get into 20 questions, we're going to get into like a 10 PM bedtime for a three-year-old. You're going to promote those stall tactics and you're going to end up with a very overtired little preschooler. So we want to be empathetic that this is a new situation and we want our child to know that we are there for them, but we want to be firm in maintaining some bedtime boundaries so we don't end up with a big sleep debt because your child suddenly starts to stay up for hours at bedtime. You know, this helps your child to know that you're listening but putting boundaries on it will ensure that they still understand it's time for bed. And if they still try to engage you in conversation, you can tell them we're going to talk about all of that tomorrow, but right now it's time to sleep. Sometimes for my own little girl, I'll even say that I'll make a note about that. I will go downstairs and write a note so that we make sure to talk about that during the daytime tomorrow. But right now it's really important that we get some sleep. It's time for sleep. So be positive and respectful, but be boring and consistent. If your child tries to get out of bed, you lead them back with minimal interaction. Again, be boring and tell them it's time for bed. Be patient, but firm. So they understand that the rules about sleep have not changed just because the bed did. So those are some ideas to get you started with a transition to the big kid bed. When you might want to think about it, when you might want to think about delaying it and how to make that transition in a way that's smooth for your child and creates a really positive association with their new sleep space. 
I hope that was helpful. As always, if you have questions, feel free to send us an email or shoot us a message on Instagram and we're happy to respond or include a question in an upcoming Q&A episode of Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.